This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It's Monday, January 8th, and we're talking some Tigers baseball. We bring in Tigers reporter for MLB.com, Jason Beck. Happy New Year to you, Jason. Just over a month till pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. Went by fast the offseason. And before we get into the lineup and rotation and how everything's shaping up going into 2018, obviously it's a rebuilding time for the Tigers. They're getting younger. A lot of veterans, Justin Verlander, J.D. Martinez, Justin Upton, Ian Kinsler, traded away over the last six months or so. And looking specifically, Jason, in terms of the offseason, have the Tigers accomplished as, or- as an organization what they set out to accomplish? Yeah, by and large. I mean, they've been able to, to trade a lot of their veterans and get some prospects in return. Uh, you know, it was a little bit more of a challenge on some of those deals. They were hoping for, you know, for a bigger deal on Kinsler than maybe they got, but the uh, no-trade clause kind of limited uh, their available suitors. But, uh, you know, largely between that and signings of Mike Fires and Leonis Martin, they've been able to, to get most of it done. And if you look at any potential moves that could still be coming down the pike here in the off season, you wrote a little bit about shortstop Jose Iglesias. Is he someone that could be traded before the season, or will we still see him in a Tigers uniform when the season begins? I mean, he could still conceivably be traded before the season starts, but I think as Al Vila was saying uh, last week on radio, that there's really – you look around the the league and there's really not anybody with that pressing need. And, uh, you know, and they, they've addressed it elsewhere. I think that, you know, Freddie Galvis going to San Diego was, you know, took out one potential suitor, although San Diego and Detroit talked about the Glacius previous off season and really couldn't come close on anything. So um, most likely he's going to open the season at short. We'll see if, uh, some situation arises where maybe they can get something done uh, during the season, either on the trade deadline or maybe a little bit sooner. But, uh, you know, one way or another, it's it's almost surely going to be the Glacius' last year in Detroit because he's going to be a free agent next winter. And right now, just given where the Tigers are at, I would be very surprised if they pursued any sort of uh, contract extension, you know, given – where they are now and the fact that they really haven't they, they've been basically been talking about doing the opposite for the last couple of years yeah and let's look at the tigers lineup now as a whole iglesias if he's there and the rest of that lineup they've scored finished 18th and run scored last season they batted 258 as a team how do you see the lineup shaping up and changes in that lineup going into next year or into this year 2018 well i mean it's going to be a very different look starting at the top you know ian kinter is very Solid, you know, and very effective in that leadoff role. And now they have to figure out what they can do aside from that. You know, could a speedy guy like Leonis Martin get that job, or would they be better off trusting it to maybe somebody like Mikey Matuk? 
the middle of the order actually isn't badly off, assuming that Miguel Cabrera is healthy again. If you combine him with uh, Nick Castellanos, the way he hit down the stretch, and then if you can get some sort of effectiveness out of Victor Martinez, and depending on where John or Candelario hits, you've got the making of a, of a uh, hardly order that can produce runs and, and drive in some runs. You know, the, the question is going to be, I think, in the surrounding areas of the lineup, just where, where the guys on base are going to come from and how regularly they can get on base. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a lineup, just looking on paper, where the team could score a lot of runs. They were middle of the pack last season, but where the team really struggled, and there's really no ways around this, is the rotation. The Tigers allowed the most runs in baseball last year, the highest ERA at 5.36. How is rotation looking, and will we see improvements? I mean, there has to be some improvements just uh, overall based on last season being such a struggle going into this year. Well, it's it's a lot different looking without Verlander. I think at this point you're you're counting on Michael Fulmer to assume the role of ace. Uh, he should be back at full strength after surgery to kind of shift his uh, ulnar nerve around um, over at the end of August, beginning of September. So if he makes the same type of comeback that Jacob DeGrom and others who've had that surgery have done, he should be pretty effective again. And unless something changes, I would assume that, you know, he should still be around, although you still hear his name coming up in trade rumors that they'll at least listen to interest on him, even though their, their asking price is pretty sky high. Really, if you're looking for improvement, I think the keys are going to be at the younger end with uh, Matthew Boyd and, and uh, Daniel Norris. Um, you know, it's been, basically two and a half years now that they've been in the organization since coming over in the David Price trade. And uh, they've had their moments where they've looked like guys who could be regular members of the rotation, but they've also had their struggles. And to date, neither of them has spent a full season in rotation yet. It's been uh, stops and starts and trips back and forth to Toledo. And uh, they need one, if not both of those guys to, to step up and really kind of take that next step now and if they're going to do it the timing now would be pretty fortuitous because you're going to start in 2019 getting some of those guys from from the minor leagues the the pitching prospects who are expected to form the next rotation they're going to be getting ready uh next season if not by the end of this coming season and uh you know if the time is now really for, for Norris and Boyd to, to take that next step. Right, and really to become leaders in that rotation moving forward too as then even younger guys come up through the system as as you mentioned as well. And, and the bullpen, of course, on, on most teams, that's a big turn, turning point in terms of turnover from in the offseason, um, new names coming in and out. In terms of the Tigers' bullpen, what do you look at going into 2018? Uh, it's going to look pretty similar to the way it did down the stretch last year. Uh, they'd like to sign a veteran reliever, but right now the way the asking prices have gone, everybody they've taken any sort of interest in has really uh, signed with you know with the contending teams for well more than what they would have expected the, the price to be. So it's a uh, unless something changes, they're going to be going in with a lot of the same names. Some talented arms, but aside from Alex Wilson and Shane Green, some very young arms. 
know, Bruce Rondon, I mean, sorry, not Bruce Rondon, but, you know, he's gone. But Joe Jimenez has a chance to, to take a step and form a, uh, you know, form a role for himself in the bullpen, either in setup or somewhere maybe in middle relief. Uh, you, you've got uh, Zach Reininger, who had his moments down the stretch last year. Uh, you've got some other young arms who will have a chance to win jobs out of spring training if they can perform up to their capabilities and maybe hit the learning curve a little bit quicker. And Jason, just wrapping up here, last question for you. I mean, obviously, when a team's going through a rebuild, it sometimes is difficult for the fans. But in terms of the lineup, you mentioned, I mean, they could surprise people, score a lot of runs this year. And if the rotation, guys like Matthew Boyd, Michael Fulmer have a bounce back year and they continue to grow, maybe this team can exceed some expectations. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk more about this in the coming weeks and as we go through spring training. But do you see this team potentially exceeding expectations and maybe accelerating this rebuild process sooner than some might think? I think it's a long-term rebuild unless they get some gems out of some of the guys they've signed. You know, if Mike Flyers has a real bounce-back year, that would help. Um, you know, if Leonis Martin can hold down that center field job, that'd be a huge help for them. But by and large, I, I expect it to be a struggle, especially given the strength up top in the division with uh, Cleveland and Minnesota. Absolutely, yeah. With the, with those names up there and those teams at the top, it makes it makes it a struggle for sure to try and rebuild and get back there. But it takes time. So, Jason, thanks as always for joining us. Uh, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again as we get closer to spring training. I'm Darwin Zook. Thanks for tuning in on MLB.com Extras. <laughs> 